Hello, everybody. That cut off really sudden, didn't it? It did. <laughs> <laughs> How's everybody doing? Welcome to the Tesla Live number 204. Here we are on the, man, what is it? The sixth? No, it's the second. It's the second oh, June. of June 2021. And uh, welcome to the show, everyone. It's uh, glad you can join us uh, this evening for our about an hour uh, of your time, and we're going to go through some of the Tesla stories of the week. And as per usual, we have our regular co-hosts. We have Mr. Casey Green joining us from the D.C. area. How are you today, sir? Doing pretty well. Some folks might be wondering why I look spiffy today. It's not because I had to go in the office and came home on short notice. No, it's because I was testifying to the U.S. EPA about why they should restore the right for California to set their own emissions regulations, and thus all of the states that have uh, also decided to follow the California emissions regulation. Wow. Awesome. You were, yes. you were uh, making a difference today. I hope so. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Yes. Also joining us, Mr. Patrick Connor joins us from the West Coast. How are you today, sir? Hello. I'm good. And thanks, Casey, because uh, I'm here in Oregon, and we are one of the car gang of 12 or 14 or whatever number it's up to now yeah virginia um, yeah. just joined like at the last minute <laughs> who, who did oh we did here oh, in virginia nice yeah. okay mm -hmm. yeah so that makes it uh very relevant for you to be there absolutely cool and yeah. even if your state wasn't it's still uh we all share the same air eventually yeah the air doesn't so... <laughs> respect political boundaries <laughs> no it does not nope so hello, everybody out there watching the Tesla Life. I know you're here because you're a fan of a future free from fossil fuels. Boom. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. And uh, we've got a ton of news, as nothing surprising there. Uh, Tesla never sleeps, and the, uh, the news just keeps on hitting day after day. So let's start with my favorite place, uh, Giga Berlin. Uh, they have recently announced that if you're artistic and would like to help them out, they want you. So uh, they're looking for graffiti-type style art uh, to be uh, placed on the outside walls of Giga Berlin. And uh, Tesla is now taking applications uh, for people that could make such giant wall murals uh, to be placed uh, on the exterior surfaces of Giga Berlin. And of course, my only concern with the graffiti art that's going to be placed there is it cannot slow down the pace of construction. <laughs> You've got plenty of time. You're months and months ahead of Austin, right? No, we're not, we're not doing any of that at this point. If, if it slows down even by a minute, we don't want it. We can wait until the plant is up and running and producing cars. After that, okay, we can do whatever we want. But uh, I will, I I'm say, not going to have it infringe on my bet with Patrick Connor. That's for sure. <laughs> no, I think you should go if you uh, just go right now and spray paint some stuff. And, and if the construction guys tell you to stop, they need to work there. Just say no. I'm applying for a job. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> it been spray painting. <laughs> uh. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be a popular thing uh, with uh, a number of people. Uh, of course, uh, somebody uh, took it upon themselves to draw that image of uh, Elon uh, smoking a joint on the Joe yeah. Rogan show and put that as a big one on the wall as a joke. Uh, but uh, they're certainly looking for uh, graffiti-type artists uh, to help them with this endeavor. And uh, it'll probably look very cool after they do a, a number of exterior walls with that. It'll be colorful. It'll be different. And... Uh, I think it's going to look fantastic uh, once they, you know, once they uh, amass this group of artists uh, to perform this work. Yeah, I, I, some of the examples they gave look really nice. Uh, Elon doesn't really seem to ever react whenever they put him uh, with the cloud of smoke and the doobie. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, ho hopefully it, uh, it, it appears to uh, the casual observer that this is a... Uh, planned art installation so they don't think that they can go tag the building themselves because that would be unfortunate <laughs> yeah definitely yeah so we shall see uh but so, uh, uh, that uh, was announced this week 
first in chat uh, were David cool. and Hockey Day, of course. David was first, and I don't know if they second. were. I don't know if they were at the same time or if, they, but uh, as it's presenting on my stream. Okay. <laughs> cool. Well, we'll let last, them last time they were at the same time. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that, uh, on to our next story, and uh, who was going to take this? Was that me or Patrick? I think it's you. Okay, so. What we've got here is that the, the Model Y and uh, 3, of course, were held up recently, waiting for a software update, uh, which we will, uh, we've talked about previously. In fact, uh, in my neck of the woods here, Kitchener-Waterloo, uh, there was quite a load of uh, Model Ys and 3s that were taking up the parking lot at the, uh, at the uh, Tesla store. In fact, almost every space was filled uh, with new inventory waiting to be delivered. And we couldn't figure out what was going on three weeks ago as those cars sat there. Uh, but uh, it came down to a software update that they were waiting for. But what also happened is that uh, Tesla had uh, made, um, I guess, uh, some changes uh, to the software. So that's why the cars weren't delivered immediately. Uh, they were waiting for that update to happen. And once the update did happen, then there was a mass release. And uh, people, of course, were called and asked to schedule their delivery times as quickly as possible. And a lot of the inventory flowed out in the next uh, five, four days. Uh, and with all these new people receiving their cars, uh, a number of people noticed some additions uh, and some sub subtractions from what the car has. And just a couple of things noted uh, was that uh, with the Model Y specifically, uh, Tesla in certain areas, and one of those areas is my area in Southern Ontario, uh, they mandated that any Y that was sold, they would be, there would be a, uh, a PPF coating applied uh, to the rear, uh, just after the rear door on both sides uh, down low where the metal kind of bubbles out a little bit. This was, of course, an area of concern with uh, sandpapering uh, from uh, road debris. And uh, they decided to apply a PPF coating, uh, which Tesla actually sells in the stores. Uh, they were going to apply one to every car. And uh, we actually spoke to someone, um, a manager on site, and they had indicated that, yes, in fact, every Model 3 uh, that they deliver uh, the store would be applying uh, that PPF coating uh, to the vehicle first. Also, we heard that Model 3s, uh, some of them in certain areas are getting the, the mud flap applied to the front uh, wheels. And uh, that again is being uh, applied by the stores. So the Northeast, Ontario, uh, Quebec, uh, they're getting this uh, as a standard feature. Uh, for their cars. And then we also found out something that uh, disappeared. So in Model Ys uh, and 3s, that we've noticed now that the passenger side, uh, the uh, seat, uh, the lumbar support control has disappeared. Uh, so that the, uh, the passenger side Model, X, Model Y and Model 3 uh, now just uh, do not have the ability for the lumbar support that is still present on the driver's side, uh, but in the passenger side, it has been eliminated. And uh, I guess Elon commented on that uh, through Twitter, indicating that their records uh, indicate that hardly anybody ever touches it. And uh, just they found that it would be a, a good way to, um, <clears throat> that there'd be an item they could take away that wouldn't necessarily affect uh, many people. And because of that, some smart people on Twitter replied back to the Tesla community that we all better start using our trunks more often or they might disappear too. <laughs> so so uh, it's kind of interesting that uh, Tesla has looked at that data and they've indicated that uh, no one was really using it, so they removed it. Although, you know, there is a question of how often if you're sitting in that same seat all the time, are you adjusting the lumbar control? Once you set it a certain way, you tend not to move it around every drive that you take. Uh, you may move it around every, you know, 
a couple times a year, but uh, typically it's it's in the same position. I would I would say anyways. This is one interesting aspect to having a connected car. Tesla can actually collect this data on how many times that knob's ever been touched. And if it's a significantly low number, then they can take it out, save costs, save weight, and uh, uh, remove a feature that almost no one was using anyway. So that's an interesting twist that with the, where in the past, if you would have asked people if they wanted that, every, or a lot of them would have said yes, and then they would have probably never used it, but that doesn't mean they would have said they don't want it. Yeah, you'd, you'd probably be hard pressed to find someone that would turn around and say, "No, I, I don't. I don't want that. That's fine. I right. I would just use the driver side one. Uh, passenger side doesn't mean anything to me." Most yeah, people so go along the fact of, "I don't want anything taken away from the package that I think is there." Right. In today's software update video, we're going to deep dive. We're going to touch every button in this car so that Elon doesn't know what we use and don't use. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I want to keep this, and I want to keep that. And I want to... <laughs> right? That's funny. So I spoke with a bunch of people who didn't even know that the driver's side had lumbar support. And uh, somebody who came from Mercedes pointed out that uh, on the Mercedes, it's a little more obvious what's there. Uh, on the Tesla, if you're not looking at the seat side with the door open, it's not clear that, the, that there is lumbar support there unless you're feeling around the whole side of the seat. And... Uh, on the Model X I have, you can adjust the height of the headrest using the same control. So sometimes you move the lumbar on accident when you're trying to move the headrest. But on the new Model Xs, they just have Model Y seats, so you don't really actually get uh, a movable headrest anymore. Oh, and, I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, I was surprised That's when true. I first saw it. <laughs> it was a little disappointing, actually. Uh, <laughs> but the... Um, that was the same excuse they used when they pulled Homelink out of the car. Oh, nobody's using this. Uh, our telemetry says you don't use it, so we're deleting it. Uh, I don't. I don't see them adding this back as an option at the at the at the store. But no, you'll could. have yeah. to order a driver's seat from Europe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that, uh, the trick. <laughs> it's it's a shame. I think that um, some of these things are being taken away. Is it because of the telemetry that they've collected, the information that is not being used, is that really the reason? Is it a cost-saving thing? Is it, uh, is it a part uh, possible shortage in a certain area? Um, well, you heard that BMW is actually indicated that they're having a part shortage for the lumbar uh, seat control in their vehicles. They give you a discount uh, but, for it, amazingly. But they reduce the price <laughs> of the vehicle, too. Yeah. So... Uh, there is a there is a couple of things here that you know altogether they don't make sense. Uh, they're little pieces of information, but uh, most likely this could be a cost cutting feature. I would say uh, just looking from the outside in, um, thinking that uh, we know that raw materials have gone up dramatically across the board for all industries, and maybe this is just a way to you know to shave off a, a few uh, dollars uh, where they can. Uh, but um, I don't know. It's uh, I'd be on the camp that I wouldn't want it removed. Like and I, but to be honest, I'm not using it all that much in the passenger seat myself. <laughs> but uh, again, I'd be in that camp that probably wouldn't want it removed if it was asked. But if it were a $500 option and you were buying a car today, would you add it? Probably not. <laughs> I, I would probably be in that cost savings camp as well. I mean, they're taking off a lot of stuff that uh, um, that they that they say that people don't want or need, and it seems to be driving with everybody else's trouble to get parts. I don't know why it's so hard for them to say, "Hey, we're also having trouble getting these parts," uh, but everything seems to line up with it. Uh, David mentions that you know on his on his on his Model Y uh, or on a Model Y, uh, his wife would probably appreciate the. Uh, on road trips would appreciate that that support so as, as mark mentioned it's probably not something you adjust all that much once it's in the right place if it's the same passengers they're not going to need to move it around right and, it still and even even if it's a passenger that that doesn't get there often like if you're giving a ride to a friend they typically don't fool with the seat controls on the one trip all that much anyways so, just the distance from the dash that's the only one yeah, they ever touch. I, I don't <laughs> i don't see that it's it's ever you know touched that much for a a guest that's in the vehicle so another 
another note towards it doesn't really change all that often. So indicating that it's never moved or hardly ever moved, don't think is is a great argument for removing it. I mean, he's already said, you know, thank you to all the suppliers for blah, blah, blah. And then immediately the entire fleet went out of stock for weeks. Uh, so was it thank you? Hey, we just finally got a, got a shipment on the way or... Uh, was it, hey, thank you, and then other stuff was out of stock? Who, who knows? But it's, it just seems like, like, like a failure to admit that, hey, just like everybody else, we're having trouble getting parts. Stand by. We'll yeah, and I don't, like I said, I, I don't think that's a, you know, that's a downfall of Tesla. Right. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's affecting everybody and everything at this point. Um, no, is it, I don't know Deprived? why they can't say something about that. But I mean, I mean, yeah, to this gonna... point. Like he did mention in the last quarter that he that it has affected them and it could yeah. affect them in quarter two and three, right. so not a surprise. Not yeah, a surprise. I, mean, I can see I can see it trashing the stock for a week, but I mean, he doesn't really seem to care what happens to the stock from week to week. <laughs> no, he's he's not like he's there protecting the stock with kid glove hands. Like it, it, that's never been his way. So yeah. I can't see that being the problem. But yeah. We'll find out eventually. <laughs> Speaking of the stock, uh, six oh five and twelve cents. Okay. Yeah, over six hundred still. So. With that, uh, Patrick's got a story about driver monitoring. That's right. Yes. Uh, so, uh, as with all things, uh, there's somebody out there who's going to ruin it for all of us. And in this case, it was uh, all set in the back seat and. Uh, hit, kick the steering wheel every once in a while. Backseat bandits. <laughs> yeah. So uh, people have been abusing the driver monitoring system that Tesla has with the steering wheel torque through defeat devices and other stupidity. So Tesla has an interior, the selfie camera, as it's called, and uh, now they are enabling that. So if you have software version 21.4.15.11 or later, then your selfie camera is now on. And uh, it, it can detect driver attentiveness while autopilot is engaged. And people have confirmed that the data never leaves the car. It does this analysis locally and uh, responds in the car. And uh, there's no uh, video of you driving down the road singing at the top of your lungs that's going out on the, Not uh, yet. the karaoke channel of... <laughs> As long as you have disabled the share the camera data with Tesla checkbox. Uh, but it's right. not on by default, so just double check it when you're turning stuff on. Yes, yeah. If you want to uh, if you want to share that, uh, I think the, we could start our own uh, <laughs> Tesla ca selfie cam channel. <laughs> uh, that would be cool. But uh, yeah, it has several different things that it, it can detect if you're using your phone or if your eyes are down or uh, your head is down, your eyes are closed. It's, it's got it's a, a bunch of different uh, settings and it's all part of them uh, looking at you and inferring behavior based on what they're uh, perceiving and to make sure that you are being attentive. And that's what we encourage you to do. This is a level two system, which means you are the responsible person behind the wheel and until it's level four or five, that will not change. And so uh, now it's going to uh, do a little monitoring of you. I um, am generally opposed to this kind of technology because I'm a responsible driver. I don't want it, a nanny. But um, as I said earlier, there are people who've ruined this for all of us. And, and so I completely understand why Tesla had to enable this. People were being irresponsible and that was getting them a lot of negative press. And, you know, it's all fun and games until you crash into a, you know, a school bus and kill a group of children. You know, I mean, that's just, that's just horrible and none of us want that. So um, uh, they're doing what they, what they have to, to uh, keep it a safe system. Because we've already proven we can't have nice things. Exactly. On yeah. the whole. <laughs> Thanks. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry to say, but that's not surprising. Like it, it's yeah. just the more and more people that you bring to ownership, the more and more chance this was going to happen at some point. It was almost yeah, inevitable. Because, because not everyone can be responsible. That's just the way it is. Like uh, we as a society 
Uh, we've gotten ahead pretty good to this point, but along the way, there's been a lot of stumbles and falls, and uh, it's yeah. because people cannot all be responsible. They, uh, you know, they 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 have their own interests at heart, and um, sometimes it conflicts with uh, where we need to be as a society. But uh, this is one of those cases where somebody was looking for fame uh, over safety. And that's, right. they were happy to risk themselves and whoever was around them. Uh, and uh, it, it could have been horrible uh, and it had to be stopped. Right. So uh, if you're worried about this, you know, uh, you can, there are several aftermarket covers you can put over your camera or you can just put a post-it note over that. And if you do, autopilot's not going to work, but you know, there's the decision you made about the making sure that you're not being viewed in your car versus using that feature. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be something if you've paid for the service and you are opposed tremendously to being videotaped in your own car, then um, you're right. If you block it, it's not going to work. Right. So uh, green, the only, and uh, a, couple a couple people with these uh, vision only cars have uh gone through and done tests to determine what happens if you cover the camera. Right now, uh, it just behaves as if there was no camera installed in the first place. And then they went ahead to see what the car does with the camera active and functioning properly. Uh, right now, if you are appearing to be messing with your phone and there's cars around, it will give you more frequent uh, requests to touch the wheel. And that's it at the moment, at the moment. So. Uh, it's probably going to start checking for more scenarios and the ultimate hope, nobody nobody outside Tesla has said this, but the ultimate hope by a lot of people is that uh, if you have the camera and it's active and working correctly, is that if you're being good, you'll get less prompts to touch the wheel rather than uh, right now where it's the same or um, except when you're being bad in a situation with cars around you where you get more prompts. So That would right. certainly be a plus if yeah, the, it'd be if worth the it. positive can come <laughs> yeah. from that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it makes sense that they're turning it on to fix the negative issue. So that's where they're going to focus first. But once they get that resolved, you're right, Casey. It would be so cool if that meant that uh, autopilot could make it. Uh, I, I almost said more hands off, but that's not. I don't mean hands off. I just mean that, <laughs> just, that's less annoying. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, because that little uh, white bar that uh, lights up that says you have to torque the steering wheel. If you torque it too much, you can actually turn it off unintentionally. And uh, so uh, I usually just flip the volume. Uh, yeah, because that's an easy way to let let it know your hand is there without uh, torquing the wheel. So there's a there's a pro tip for you. If uh, if you don't want to torque the wheel, there's another option. Yeah, you can do the, the autopilot stock or uh, the volume wheel or anything with the sound system. But the um, the fun ones are where they forget to put that, that, that uh, connection back in some of the firmware. It doesn't happen too often, but uh, you're sitting there scrolling the volume up and down and nothing's happening. <laughs> no, I haven't had that. Uh, yeah. For, for me, I usually, depending on what, what audio system I'm listening to, if I'm on the Tesla audio, I just hit the song back because it, even though I'm paying for the audio, it, it doesn't believe me. And thinks I'm on the free plan, so it doesn't go back. Uh, but on Spotify, it, it knows, and on podcasts, it will rewind. So uh, I got to remember what I'm listening to if I want to use the back button. <laughs> Hopefully, there's a 30 second skip that you can just do, and it'll time up just perfectly. Right. <laughs> Forward one, back three. <laughs> Speaking of back, let's uh, talk a little bit about some previous shows that we have been on. And uh, yes. Casey's got uh, a story that we've discussed several times, and this has turned out a little bit different than what we expected. So some of you might remember all of us constantly trying to figure out and understand why uh, Tesla was going to Texas when it was illegal to sell and service cars in Texas for Tesla. And uh, we assumed that, well, this is a smart company full of smart people. And surely something must be already taken care of since the session was out of out of session and they would be coming back and they would take care of it, right? Instead of focusing on a multi-billion dollar company that they had enticed to come to their state over Oklahoma, they focused on um, women's health and guns and voting rights or removing voting rights. And uh, they completely, yet again, for the third session in a row, uh, left Tesla off the docket. 
So we're now talking about six years of Tesla trying to get on the docket and completely being dropped every single time. And uh, so in order to get around that, Tesla now has to ship their vehicles that they want to deliver from the Gigafactory in Texas, or Terra, Texas, as I call it, back into Texas. Uh, if they want to deliver them there, they have to leave the state and then come back. So uh, I did a show on Sunday, and uh, Anders did the math, and it seems that uh, uh, it's going to be closest for them to go to Mexico and another 40 oh, miles. Really? Yeah, another 40 miles for that for them to go to Louisiana and then turn around. Uh, that, that, we decided that probably Louisiana would be better because you don't have to deal with customs or, you know, border crossings. But uh, I, I'm hoping that it was just that much cheaper to, to build cars in Texas than, than whatever Oklahoma was offering them because Tulsa sounded like a sweet deal. And um, I'm, I'm also hoping that, you know, that perhaps all the cars built in Texas are just export only. And maybe that pilot plant that's building Cybertrucks will be making just the Texas I have an idea that would really put some sand in Tesla's in, in Texas's face. Go ahead. Why don't they purchase a property just on the other side of the Oklahoma border? Yeah. And they drive the drive the trucks and right to Oklahoma, and then they sell them from Oklahoma and don't even sell them from Texas. And mm. Oklahoma can collect the sales tax. Unfortunately, in the U.S., every state gets their sales tax money, even if they've made selling the vehicle itself illegal which I think is stupid because if it's not legal, then how are you going to tax it, right? But uh, they found a way, which is just infuriating. This, this is really <laughs> amazing. It really is. It's, uh, yes. it's, uh, I saw Elon's reply to this through Twitter, and he was basically saying, I, I hope uh, they can change this. I hope Texas can change this. And I'm like, Wow, it's gonna take two years to find out. Yeah, like, <laughs> and that's like, if they don't get left off again. <laughs> yeah, like it's the session only happens every two years, and mm -hmm. it's it's not for a long period of time. It's only like a, a four week or five week period, and they yes. get to pick and choose what's on the docket. Yes, and and, and the, uh, they, each time there was a chance that they could have been... over. They've skipped over issues that need to be handled. Yes, and this year is no. You know, it's 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 shocking that Texas has lured in Tesla with a plant and all those jobs and all that money and all those suppliers, and they couldn't handle this. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> and 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 uh, just like they said the previous three times, there's always the chance of a special session. Except that uh, that's yeah, like I said, the last two times that didn't happen. It's not like that happened this time. Uh, and now the, the, the only talk of special session they're having right now is to call them back to make it harder to vote in Texas. So <laughs> we're looking at 2023 before there's yeah, even a really, chance. Really, the, the, only, the only way to get this resolved, apparently, is to have the governor get involved directly. But he's more interested in making it hard to vote. He said so And, and it doesn't look like that's <laughs> going to happen. Yeah. So I don't know. That's just um, it's it's. Really, really disappointing. Texas is disappointing that they, they've done this uh, after what's been given to them, uh, that they're acting in this way. Yeah. Well, hopefully his, his whole thing about next time we build a factory, Tulsa will be at the top of the list. Uh, maybe maybe that's true. And then, you know, this would really show them if, if uh, you know, the speed they build these factories, uh, that would be quite, a, like you said, a little bit of, a little bit of spite for Texas there. <laughs> But uh, it doesn't look like they'll need another factory anytime soon. The way that I hope this plays out is that uh, when Cybertrucks start being delivered, that a lot of people in Texas buying them are like, I have to do what? It has to come right. from where? I have to register? I have to go where? <laughs> Personally? <laughs> or, 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 yeah. The, um, I think actually um, making the users buyers that the, the texas citizens residents feel the pain of this is going to make them say oh no this is this no way this is ridiculous and then when the populace is yelling at their representatives in the states and their governor then we'll see some action right now you know we all know this is going to be a problem but uh, you know the the average uh buyer is not even worried about it at this point they're, you know, they're just waiting until they get their, their vehicle. And uh, then they're going to be like, this is ridiculous and dumb. And they'll wake up to it. 
Yeah, and and, and, and let's 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 be clear on this. This is only going to affect Texas residents. Right. The rest of us outside we're of fine. Texas are going to receive the vehicles <laughs> just as normal. No, yes. no difference. Exactly. Well, there uh, are still some states where you can't buy direct. Right. Right, and they have the same situation, but but it's extra bad here because they're being built in yeah. the state, and you can't buy them in the state where they were built, which is <laughs> mind-boggling. Um, uh, and, and depending on, on on the interpretation of how you read the law, the customer actually has to leave the state to buy it and then bring it back and then pay their Texas taxes when they register it. So, oh wow, yeah, you're looking at a 440 or 480 mile trip, depending on if you go to uh, Louisiana oh, or man. Mexico. Yeah. So it's like the text it's like the transport driver will say, "Well, I've got eight, I got eight cars on here, so I got to go around and pick up eight citizens, and then we're all going out together across the border." Yeah. There oh, might be I, a I, job I, there of a Cybertruck buyer where you go and buy it, and then you Cybertruck Coyote. It. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, perfectly I, legal. You buy it, and and then you sell it used. <laughs> yeah, I do want to also point out and thank uh, John Volker for pointing all that out to all of us in the community. Uh, he does good work. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, John he does. Volker's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, Patrick's got a story about Tesla Vision. Yeah, good news. That's right. Yes. <laughs> uh, Tesla Vision, well, depending on who you talk to, it's good or bad news. So, <laughs> as we all know, Tesla is trying to work on full autonomy. And as part of that, most of the industry is going with LIDAR. Tesla said, no way. We can do this with vision and radar and sonar, and we don't need LIDAR. And they were able to show that their uh, distance estimates with the camera are as good, if not better, than LIDAR. So that was step one. Now they've removed the radar. And if you go back and you look at um, some of the, they've been talking about how great radar is in the past, how it's uh, occlusion penetrating, so it can see through rain and how it can bounce under cars and see the vehicle in front. And so why, if, if it has all these advantages, would they be removing it? Well, the reason they're removing it is, uh, as Musk put it, the signal to noise ratio is better without it. So now at this point, their vision system has gotten so much better than with with radar you're spraying it all over the place and you don't get back a precise image like you do with a vision system so it, it's always about being able to interpret the data to, to know what's going on with, with as little guesswork as possible and so the engineers that are working on this every day all the time uh have made the determination that it is a better system without radar and so it's now been removed well Everybody in the world seems to have an opinion about this, even people who don't know anything about vision systems, neural nets, uh, radar, or uh, vision systems, anything, uh, saying, how could Tesla have done this? And um, it's because they're the ones with the data. They're the ones that are looking at how to best get to their goal, and this was the right move for that. But um, that doesn't stop all the uh, chatter out there about how... Uh, this has been not a great move. And one thing that made it even worse is that um, NHTSA had removed some of the check marks for safety systems. And that's because this needs to be retested with their new system. When you make a hardware change like this, it has to be retested. Well, that as soon as those check marks were removed, a whole lot of the media started saying, Tesla has removed safety from their cars, which is not true. They still have automatic emergency braking, lane departure warning, all of the safety features are still there. Uh, but uh, it was widely misreported, as a lot of things with Tesla are, that people jump the gun, want to put up a salacious headline, want to get the clicks. And uh, this was yet another case of, of that FUD going crazy. And um, so there are some limitations right now uh, with auto steer and auto summon. And those will, uh, of course, be restored when they get the things, um, when they get that reworking without the radar. But uh, uh, anyway, there's there's my opinion on it. There's what's really happening as far as I think. And uh, that um, make sure that um, some of the stuff you see in consumer reports and other places is just wrong or uh, overly opinionated from some of the same folks that you know showed you how to defeat 
the, the Tesla's uh, system. <laughs> Same geniuses now posting this stuff about how, uh, you know, uh, anyway, that's, that's it. That's my rant. <laughs> it's, um, it is, you know, it's, it's another thing where they're taking a leap forward and having to take a half step back. Um, mm-hmm. It's something that they feel that is going to be the ultimate solution for them. Uh, they felt that uh, radar was going to hold them back at some point. Whether or not this was the right exact time to do it, it's like like Patrick said, they're the ones with the data. They're the ones that are trying to make it full self-drive, and therefore they believe that uh, this is the path forward to get to that end goal. So uh, we'll have to trust them at this point and see if uh, they can uh, pull this off. Um, certainly... Uh, some people are going to be inconvenienced a little bit with some software items not being available that were previously available, but they say they're going to be adding those as we go along. So uh, we'll have to see if uh, that is the case. Uh, it has been the case in the past with other things, but uh, in this particular instance, if you have something and you take even something partially away, like the lumbar support, yeah. yes. you're going to get people that are going to complain. Like that's all there is to it. But uh, this is uh, this is an interesting way of of getting to their their goal. They have to, and and we know that Elon and and the engineers have been pushing hard on the full self drive. That is their ultimate goal, and they're trying to get there as quickly as possible. They believe that the radar removal is part of this process, and therefore. That's what they're going to do because their ultimate goal is to get these cars to be autonomous. Yeah, I think what a lot of people are hanging on to uh, is, is Elon's previous statements about how the car would look two cars ahead, which it did and could do, uh, as well as how it would stop in in uh, for an invisible alien spaceship landing on the freeway. It would stop anyway. Uh, it would stop uh, if it, if it was something that had a radar signature. It would definitely stop. But if it didn't, it would stop for the car, first car that hit it, and not the car in front of you. But uh, um, it appears that they were having trouble with the uh, code to detect if that's a if it's a bridge, an overpass, semi truck that's in the way across all lanes of traffic, and right noise from the radar signal. Yeah, and, and for for a while. You're going to be getting data from both, and you're going to have to, you know, uh, take the safest course from either. Well, now if you're getting great data from vision and you're getting this signal that you just can't trust from radar, why do you even have it? It just doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah, and from what I've seen from the videos that Green has pulled out of his system, where, I mean, the system has gotten a lot better. Like it'll, it'll see just a fraction of a vehicle, and be like, oh, that's a semi truck, or oh, there's a Tesla. And not only a Tesla, but hey, it's a Model S Blue. And it's like, whoa, wait a minute. And uh, it, it seems that they were going to do this anyway, but but the, the part that feels weird about it is, is it feels forced in, in the way that, uh, that maybe they were out of radar units. Because when you look at where they've applied it, it's only Model 3 and Model Y in the U.S. Uh, whereas every uh, Model S and X and then all the rest of the world vehicles still have their radar units. But they were gonna go. They were gonna go here anyway. The only part that feels weird about it is is that they didn't just say, "Hey, we've solved it." They said, "Hey, this is coming," and then you know they sat on it for a couple of weeks, and then the cars came out with these restrictions. The restrictions aren't new either, because when AP one came out, AP two came out, AP two point five, and Hardware three came out. Uh, each time those vehicles came out, they were less capable than the car that came before them. Uh, in the case of AP two, it took over a year to get back to feature parity with AP one, but all the basics were there within a month or two, and Every other car, uh, the uh, the other versions, they came back within a month or two. So it's, it's just growing pains. We're going to look back at this and we're going to say, oh, yeah, we didn't have uh, the ability to go faster than 75 miles an hour for three weeks on the new cars. But it, it, it's a minor pain point. Right. Yep. With that, uh, on to the next story. Um, Model S. Model S. And guess what's happened, guys? It was supposed to be July the 3rd, or I'm sorry, June 3rd. Well, two weeks. We got got pushed back another week. So uh, we're looking at uh, the 10th now uh, for release. Um, So uh, uh, Elon had put in a tweet that they needed another week of modifications, and they were going to take that week. 
<laughs> a week to tweak exactly yeah. and uh the uh the photographs out there of uh parking lots and spill-off areas being filled with model s's continued to build in fact uh they've spotted a, an area with over a thousand of them apparently uh parked uh close to fremont so uh we've got uh we've got they're still manufacturing them uh they're just heading to storage areas until they're done with the tweaks Yes. So uh, it is what it is. It's, uh, you know, you, you would want to release it to a bunch of clients and then figure out that, oh, we got to call them all back in to make a modification or we need a hardware tweak. You, you wouldn't want that. So uh, I got to believe that they're doing the right thing that uh, let people wait a little bit longer and get the car so they can use it. Uh, and yeah. then, of course, only push out... Uh, over-the-air updates if things have to be changed. Make sure the hardware is perfect. That we will. And uh, we'll, so before anybody asks, we will probably uh, cover the live stream and do commentary on it, uh, either here or... If there or, is one. If there is one, uh, but yeah, it looks yeah, like... It definitely will have one. Yeah, it yeah. looks like Elon was wanting there to be one, so um, uh, it'll either be here or over at, over at my channel, and uh, we will take care of you. There's also rumors that along with this event, there's going to be a few other nuggets thrown in for good measure. And I've heard Ooh. through a couple of different uh, groups that they believe that uh, version, I guess would be version four supercharger. Yeah, maybe. They, they believe that uh, that's that could be a, a, a notification of a, a 350 kilowatt over a 250. So that's a rumor. Don't know if it's true or not, but uh, there are a few different groups out there that believe that that will be announced with the event as well. Oh, well, if we're going to start rumors, let's start one that are going to have a flying roadster there. <laughs> they might, actually. <laughs> that is for another event, though. <laughs> so, uh, David, uh, David G says that we won't get to drink much without Russell. And uh, Trent uh, says that uh, the new guy at work had never heard of Tesla. Most humans have no idea. Wow. Indeed. Indeed. I, I live in such a bubble, I can't imagine that. It's like, <laughs> what? You like, haven't uh, heard of them. Man. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is out there. Yeah. yeah. I, I, although, although the three of us, we're so deep, we don't know how deep we are. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know I live in water. <laughs> or the opposite end of that spectrum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wow. David suggests perhaps maybe we'll see the fin the finished version of the Cybertruck. Uh, that would be cool. Mm -hmm. uh, my speculation nice regarding that is that the, all the wider spaces that we see for the Cybertruck is that they'll actually be 500 kilowatt charging spaces. That's my personal speculation. That is uh, good. Yeah, that would make sense. To uh, they have to keep pushing it as the vehicle ranges get longer. The uh, charging power has to boost up. Yes, to keep the sessions the same length. I also think it would be cool if the Cybertruck can use the semis, the mega chargers, uh, the, like the regular ones, not the the ones the V3s have been split up. But uh, to like if you've got a trailer, that way you don't have to mess with the regular stations because a lot of them can't be reconfigured for towing. Uh, but if you can go through the mega charger with your Cybertruck and just pull through like the semi trucks do, and you know they have stricter uh, idle fees, that way you know you're not blocking somebody who's got you know 80 tons of stuff to move. Uh, with your camper and you know you're not moving it so that would get you out yeah. of the way when you're done yeah that's a possibility are... too although you're right those those charges would have to be big because uh, those <laughs> those trucks lose hundreds of dollars uh just waiting doing nothing yes <laughs> yes yeah. you don't want them waiting behind a cyber truck yeah especially yeah. if they plan to use their 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 mandatory break to charge the truck and go shower or whatever and then now you've made them waste it yeah, that would be that would be big trouble. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another quick story: uh, Fremont apparently has started to do some of the Model Y front castings. So uh, we reported this uh, last week, right, Casey? Where yes. we were talking about um, uh, Giga Texas or Terra Texas, as Casey likes to call it. Uh, where we've got uh, a number of castings that were just piled outside of uh, the partially completed uh, factory. So now, of course, with the swarm of drones that are everywhere, 
uh, had spotted, uh, yeah, <laughs> spotted over Fremont uh, that uh, there are definitely a number of uh, front casting uh, in place uh, for Model Y that they're piling outside the Fremont factory. So, which is which is good news because now we're looking at uh, as the Y starts to be produced in Texas, the Y that's being made in Fremont most likely will be the exact same flavor. So we won't have to worry about somebody getting a, what they feel is a, a Fremont Y compared to a, a Texas Y. Uh, yeah. They will be hopefully uh, all the same, uh, no, ma no matter where it's produced. Uh, and then there was uh, allegations that these were just more rear, case, rear castings. Uh, but looking at the shots, they do appear to be two different castings. I don't know if it's one's flipped over and flipped upside down, but they, they look different when you look at the pictures. So I don't know um, who's wrong, but uh, just throwing that out there for completeness. But I, 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 I'm excited that if this is what it is, then that means that all that's missing now is the structural pack. And uh, as we've said in the past, you can make a 20, uh, 2160 um, structural package as, you know, as, as Sandy Monroe showed us, you're just bonding the cells in the correct format. So, uh, Well, let's just share a photo. So yeah, let's share a photo. Themselves. <laughs> so if you zoom so in, you see that they shot. look different to me. They don't look like they're yeah. the same thing. Yeah, the These ones, ones on the definitely right. look like different ones. Yeah. Yeah. But are these ones over here flipped over differently? I mean, that's also a possibility. But it looks like even if you flip it, they, uh, they just they don't look exactly alike. I don't know. What do you guys think? Leave a comment down below or in the live chat. <laughs> yeah, if they just installed the uh, GigaPress, maybe you know some of them are just test castings to make sure they can do the injections, and uh, I don't know. Maybe they're uh, maybe they're not actually production; they were test. Interesting yeah, that some are in racks and some are not in racks, too. Yeah, just throw those on the ground over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like using the racks. It takes too much time. That's right. Forklift drivers on lunch break. Just, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of lunch break, that's a good segue. Patrick, what do you got for us next? Oh, yeah. Someplace where you might be able to go have lunch. Who wants a ludicrous burger? Or an insane shake, or <laughs> like an insane, impossible shake. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So Tesla. Fremont fries. Oh, there yes. you go. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to come up with uh, something. Also, so, turkey I, sandwich. <laughs> Neuro noodles. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so Tesla, a boring so salad. Uh, <laughs> boring salad. Yes, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, Tesla has applied for a new trademark, and with it, well, they've already got trademarks, and this is the Tesla T and the and the Tesla in the really cool Tesla font. So it's the same trademarks. So why would they need to apply again? Well, because this time it's for the restaurant industry. What the what? And uh, as you know, Musk has uh, tweeted about having a 50 styles rock and roll uh, driving diner. And uh, it looks like they are uh, slowly making progress in this area. And um, it's not just, uh, it looks like it's actually going to happen. And uh, this is one of the first steps they have to do to do that. And um, they already have some little cafes and, and coffee shops at uh, like um, Kettleman City, for example. And uh, so they could take that to the next level. And uh, we might see something in Santa Monica or uh, somewhere else where uh, you can get some of these cool Tesla products that we've just been joking about. Still yeah, so they're, apparently they've, they've registered the Tesla logo along with food service, right? So there's, yes. there's a dine-in, there's takeout, there's um, quick serve, and one other that they've uh, attached all restaurant type trademark uh, registrations. Uh, right. They, they could even bought. have a food truck. Food truck, right. That was <laughs> yeah. the fourth one. Yeah. Now that would be cool if they had a food truck that was Tesla branded that traveled around from supercharger to supercharger. Yeah, but they've gotten so fast at the charging. I don't know. 
that they can. Yeah, that's why they need a food truck right beside the fast charger. Okay, that that yeah. part would work because what I'm finding is is when I go to some of the new V3 superchargers, the car is done before my food is is ready, and it's uh it's it's fine except that when you're also under threat of you know hey high usage supercharger station we're gonna charge you a dollar a minute for standing around. <sighs> Get on your app and crank up the AC so you drain your battery. <laughs> Roll down the windows and crank the heat on high because we know heat, heat uses more energy. So, so with the uh, with the with the, with the snake charger and and full cell drive or summon, they could they could take care of that. But oh yeah, uh, they need to charge snakey snake. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, so the, the Tesla burger is on the way, apparently. So we will have to see. And, and Elon, is, of course, has, has mentioned a few times about that first uh, restaurant location going to happen somewhere in Santa Monica is what yes. he has mentioned a couple times, times previously. Yeah. Uh, different years. Uh, most recently, uh, just uh, in, uh, when Santa Monica <laughs> was having... The issue with the uh, zoning for a new Tesla supercharger they were wanting mm -hmm. to put in. So he got on Twitter and, and personally thanked Santa Monica and talked about the restaurant in the same tweet. Right. Yeah, yeah have a boring salad. <laughs> Super heavy shake. <laughs> I really love fun. the boring salad. Super heavy shake. That's I like great. it. <laughs> That's great. Uh, well, with that uh, other boring news, uh, Tesla's... Uh, that's some boring news for you. For some more boring news. I'm going to read you. Well, actually, I'm going to read it and put it on the screen because it's funny to me. Share this tab. The naysayers can suck it. Elon's, <laughs> Elon's holes are amazing, and being in them was exhilarating. Kudos to the LVCVA. Bonus gold wings. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get a few more Twitter followers if they uh, have that kind of fun. Yes, uh, it's perfect Twitter humor. And so we've seen um, folks going in and, and participating in the test of the um, the shakedown of the boring tunnel in Las Vegas. And um, including that, we, uh, we saw that they actually were able to not just meet the contract requirement for 4,400 passengers per hour, uh, but they, they took 300 people into the tunnels and they were able to achieve a rate over 4,400 people per hour. So when you consider that adding more stations only adds more capacity, they are ready to go. And a lot of folks were still complaining, oh, what, what you've just reinvented the subway. And then that's what I liked about the videos is they showed that you mm -hmm. could bypass stations. And so you don't, you're not stuck. Like if somebody comes behind you or in front of you rather and stops in a subway, uh, even if you're on a different train, if that train is stopped, you can't go around it. Uh, but with this, they don't stop on the track, so you can keep on going. You can go from point to point. So if you're on stop 23 and you want to go to stop 7, you can just do that. You don't have to go back all the way through the circle. Right. Oh, I mean, you yes. do have to go through the loop, but you don't have to go through every stop. So um, my day job a long time ago for, for a, a decade was a network engineer. So uh, I worked in traffic congestion control quite a bit and uh the difference between a shared network and a switch network and that, that I, I think i'm going to do a blog post on that because it's a it's a different way yeah. to think about how these things move um that that just doesn't apply to you know trains or subways this has a technological advantage that i don't think most people understand they they, they assume it's tunnels and therefore it's like these other tunnel things they're reasoning by analogy and not yeah. first principles ground up thinking because they just don't have the, they haven't seen something like that before. So why would they assume it's like something new? Uh, they would assume it's like something they're already familiar with. And then they don't so, understand that these tunnels are, are already cheaper to go by themselves because they're so much smaller. Uh, but not only is the tunnel cheaper, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the the train, you know, these cars are a lot cheaper than a train. <laughs> so yeah, Exactly. And the, the, don't even forget putting the rails in the tunnel. So we're right. talking billions of miles per versus uh, millions of miles. And then, you know, how much is a Model 3? As low as 35 grand, but, you know, it's the same company building them basically as, as they're using them. I know there's a little bit of a firewall there, but not much. And so they could probably get them pretty near cost, and mm -hmm. uh, especially if they go used. And so that that, uh, that is a lot cheaper than a, than a train, <laughs> even a used Definitely. train. Right. Yeah. 
it was kind of interesting. They were saying that the, the there's a number of videos that you can follow and, and watch actually if you just connect to our Twitter feed at the Tesla Life, and also if you're following that, you may as well follow us on Facebook, the Tesla Life Numeral One. But in those videos, it's actually showing uh, people taking the run, the the stations, the unloading, the loading, uh, and what was what I found interesting is the tunnels in this event were all colored, yeah. so they had different colors running in the tunnels. But uh, the drivers of these cars were giving off information. And one of the drivers indicated that during normal operation, uh, the tunnels would always be white. They would never change color. They would only be for special events uh, for when it's rented for a party or if it's been, if, it, if it's some special after hours event is what uh, they had indicated. Yeah. So, so the, the rave party. is coming. Yeah. It's, uh, it may happen in Las Vegas long before Berlin. <laughs> for, for sure. And then another point that some folks seem to get stuck on is like, well, what about loading? Well, uh, they're saying, you know, what if I get stuck behind somebody with a million bags or whatever? You're not loading on the track. You're loading off the track right. and then you get on the track. And they say, well, what if uh, three cars want to go at the same time? Like, well, the cars can talk to each other. Uh, mm -hmm. They don't even have to talk to each other. Like you could literally, literally right away. If you're in the right of way, yeah. you just they keep just going. One, but... two, three. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And and if, if they do talk to each other and car car A is on the track and says, I'll be there in three seconds. And, you know, car B is just closed up and is ready to go and says, I'm leaving in three seconds. Uh, then it'll just say, hey, I'll hold on a minute. You're coming through at a much faster pace than me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And they'll leave it four seconds instead of three. Yeah. Yeah. So great that it's open. And again, there is a big convention happening in June. I believe it's this weekend it starts. So yes. we'll have to see if uh, we get some more reports uh, from it going live. And with that, on to our last story. This uh, this is kind of a, a note about uh, Berlin, my favorite place lately. And uh, Giga <laughs> Berlin has spurred some, oh, some serious problems where people are saying their water use is going to go up because Tesla is now, of course, building a battery uh, facility in Giga Berlin. And once uh, Tesla submitted the plans uh, to the local authorities, look at that. They're not using any more water for the new battery installation building. And the reason for that, most likely, it's because it's the new Tesla dry electrode that we saw debuted at Battery Day, where they're not using a gelled formula, the, the, the the actual formula is created with dry mix as opposed to waters that have to be, of course, dried and and uh, use more energy uh, and, of course, water at the beginning. But apparently, uh, with the new build of this building in, at Giga Berlin, uh, they will not be required to use any more water than what they've already signed up for and have agreed to with local authorities. So uh, not going to stop for that. Now, I can't say there's not going to be another ant colony that has to be moved. <laughs> but uh, at least with the water, the water is uh, set and agreed to already and is not going to change with the new installation of a brand new building that will uh, produce the 4680 batteries. Hopefully the cardboard forest arsonists don't learn how to properly arson. Well, after the protesters started to burn <laughs> the uh, cardboard forest down as uh, you know, with the power cables, I can't see they have a leg to stand on. No, they're not the same people. I know, I know. But uh, just kind of ridiculous in some cases. They were related. <laughs> they, their whole argument before they burnt down the uh, the, the power lines and, and surrounding area was, oh, they're not as green as they say they are. Well, you're you're not one to talk. You're no saint. Yeah. Uh, you're using yeah. fire to, to do your work. Come yeah. on now. <laughs> probably drove there in an internal Thanks. combustion engine. Just yes, to light probably a fire nice German. Ice. No hypocrisy there at all. If they came on bicycles, I'll, I'll give them a small, small pass on that. I doubt it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, with that, I think we'll wrap up. Um, Casey, any shout-outs? Any new videos coming out this week? Yes, I just received a shipment yesterday, and I'll be shooting a video on it uh, shortly. And then we'll see what becomes of that. And then I've still got uh, some some long drives that I've got, some nice scenic drives of 2021 .4 15 dot something and uh and then i've got my my video i finally got a chance to drive in the rain on 2021.4.18 and uh and so now i'm able to finally close up the video and at some point that should happen and i've got about six videos coming for you guys now so check that out at youtube.com slash casey green that's 
K-A-C-E-Y-G-R-E-E-N. There it is. Yeah, he, right just there. Grabs, he just grabs yeah. his name. Yeah. Yeah. I can't reach it. I went wrong side. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Patrick, any shout outs this evening? Yeah. So I'd like to point out how Mark started the show with this great story about Berlin art and then ends it with this great story about dry electrodes in Berlin, uh, bookends it with these awesome, and in the middle is, oh, Texas, you, if you're in Texas, you just can't get your car, you're going to have to go out of state, and this isn't going to help you win, this isn't going to help you win at all, Mark, I'm still going to win, Austin, it's going to be there first, <laughs> even if it's by way of Louisiana or Mexico. Right. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, if, if Patrick wins this bet, I don't know what I'll do. I just, I, I, I had a three-month head start. I cannot believe that it's getting this close as we get down to the wire. Well, we all know I'm going to win. Look at Shanghai. Yes, we all know that. No one, no one disputes that case. No one, no one disputes that uh, Shanghai 12 is going to be done long before Berlin or Texas. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'll do my With normal that, shout If out. you haven't wait, already, wait, wait. please. I want to do my oh. normal shout outs. That was just a nice little, uh, uh, oh, okay, we're on time. I'm going to hurry. Uh, I am with the Oregon Electric Vehicle Association. You can find this at oeba.org, and I blog occasionally at carswithcords.net. My latest one is all about how, even though I've had solar since 2007, I've never had a negative electricity bill until I got a power wall and how that enabled it. There you go. Nice. Very good. And Patrick is not keeping those electron in plastic bags packed oh. in his garage. He is not doing that. Guarantee. Keep them in plastic boxes. <laughs> uh, if you haven't already, please give us a thumbs up on this video. Press the subscribe button. It helps us out. It's free and you're helping us out. Support the channel that way, please. And uh, with that, we'll roll the uh, music. We'll thank Lee Moon for providing that music and we'll all see you next week and find out what's going on in the Tesla life. Good night, everybody. Good night. Stay positive, test negative. The camera keeps moving with Casey. It just goes. Yeah.